From deep below the Earth's crust comes a man with a mission. A man who has secluded himself far from the eyes and ears of the state. He brings a broadcast so important it could radically change our very existence. A broadcast that challenges the status quo and slaps normality in its tired, decrepit face. This is Volk. Howdy everybody, and greetings to Salutations, just as a whole in a circle. I'm Volk, or, you know, if you ever look me up in further terms, it's Lord Volkark. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter, um, and multiple other things, Instagram as well. Underneath the same name, so L-O-R-D-V-O-K-H-A-R-K. So, guys, I'm here to talk to you as one of many of a larger generational gap assigned by popular dispute. Not a reality that actually the government outlines us or relates us to. What the fuck does that all mean? <laughs> Let me give you an actual reference for this. I'm what's called a millennial. And yes, I am what's called a millennial. Millennials actually are within the 80s or early 80s to all the way near the 87, 89, about, you know, end of that. And millennials actually come of age, which is legal age by reference, and or otherwise in the actual millennium. So in other words, we kind of turned 18 or state legal ages for bullshit and yada yada in the United States in the 2000s. And yes, it's in the 2000s is the definition. We are actually the biggest hated generation by definition and everything else like that because of supposedly what we're doing or what we've done or what lack of what we're doing. While we actually look back at generational gaps, it's even worse than what the baby boomers were considered because of self-indulgence on their end or what they were allowed to pull off because they were a part of a large money or monopolizing of old terms of service and yada yada insurance and so forth. Guys, <clears throat> millennials actually are not a definition under governmental terms. They don't use this as this. They do match by exact date of your birth within this time scale. You can kind of see what, who was affected within this smaller amount of time scale when you relate to history. Yeah, that that is really how they see us <laughs> if you go by governmental terms. Larger media groups have created what's the definitions of uh, different group gatherings and stuff like that. And some of them are, you know, differently named, put around different eras, and even associated with different eras. A baby boomer actually can have a millennial because of, you know, late in life um, or children. But this does not mean that this cuts us off from a generational gap or a sudden generational jump. X generation is supposed to be right behind us. Y is actually coming up of age and everything else right after us. This term is actually used as a belittlement, and it's kind of fucking weird. The belittlement actually doesn't relate well, since 90% of us are probably close to the age of 30 to about the youngest of the age of 25. 
these eras are actually fraught with a lot of things. A large terrorist attack, uh, the last of what was considered the separatist mentality of, well, homosexuality uh, as a whole, and I'm using it by the way as a whole, I'm not just saying just men, I'm using the homosexuality as a whole, so that means men and women, men and men, you know, fuck all whether else and yet, transsexuality, um, and also the last of the biggest black hurdles that we could actually relate to was that we would never consider a, ever having a president that was black. And that's just some of the small social sides. The biggest social sides was a terroristic crime that went down, um, a sudden crash in our economic value, and a war. A war that, yes, as we came of age, we fought in it. We are still fighting in it. We were the beginning generation of this fucking war. When the call to arms happened, we honestly had enough of us old enough to go into it and join. Now, what does this mean for us? It means when you say the insult that we're lazy motherfuckers, you're probably full of shit. I mean, yes, there are lazy bastards in every generation, but it doesn't mean one in a whole. The oddball relation that supposedly millennials are, you know, just acting like they're in supposed to be, you know, included things, is really awkward. I mean, for God's sakes, if we had the same social security reality that the baby boomers had, and now we can't because, well, we can't afford it, <laughs> it's really awkward that people look at us and go, well, you just really, really want you know, what you're not allowed to have. No one had this before this. Yeah, no, no, see, yes they did. The housing market crashed. Yeah, the housing market crashed by past influence before we even got to be fucking adults. And then we had to deal with it. Debt was thought as a normality. Schools had a high debt inclusion. Medical bills barely had a support system for it by comparison of era now. You're looking at the biggest slam to what happened to us, or what we got involved with as we became adults. And yet people would go, oh, look, you want to be entitled to certain things. And I'm going, what, where do you think this fucking leads? We are part of a generational scale that has defended this nation, that has saved it from truly deep and seated death by debt. We backed the biggest social changes of them all. And you want to ask us if we felt entitled to some things like fair wages and why would we feel that we should have this? Why do we feel that women and men should make the same wages in the whole? Why do we feel that, you know, hey, 
Um, medical over here doesn't cost anything, but, you know, medical here costs us our lives or livelihood as a whole because of laws that were not set up. Because we watched what the fuck happened to us. Because we were thrown into the middle of the worst possible time frame and we knew what the fuck was wrong. We didn't just look at it and go, my god, I don't want to move from my parents' house. No, we couldn't move from our parents' houses. We were in debt, automatically going into everything. We had no funding, no support systems. They'd been removed because of, well, we were in another depression in the United States. And we still are. I don't believe it's ended. We had a huge downfall because of housing markets that shouldn't have done what they did. They were betting against their own fall. They were backing their own fall and said it was impossible to happen. And yet, here we are. We are actually fallen. We are doomed or interlocked into this scale that is still going on. We can't afford to fix our own road systems. We act like we don't have to. We still have vehicles sold every year by newer models by references that have no new value. We still use fossil fuels where we can't afford to keep digging them the fuck out of the ground. We don't have renewable energy in a mass because of, well, someone else makes more of a profit. Hell, we have to deal with an asshole that actually had a real amazing drug that helped AIDS and or otherwise, even somebody for cancer assistance drugs, that upped the price on it. And we saw that as a normal fucking thing from other people above us, people who had more power than around us, and we asked why. We had 90% of our actual peaceful protests treated like whining, where if you look at past generations, the same actions were not exactly completely treated as whining, but it can treat it as a threat. And, well, unfortunately, then suddenly we turned around and started acting fucking stupid in some protests, or were represented with stupid in some protests. Between the generation that came before and now, I honestly don't feel the same movements could go on. And it's not because we couldn't pull them off. It's because now we would be bespoken, honestly, by people in our same generation so badly because we tried to do the same reality or reach for the same goal. These are not rational realities, ladies and gentlemen. We had our first black president. Good. We haven't had our first female. We haven't had our first Latino. Hawaiian, for fuck's sakes, or Native American. Which should have been a rationality of okay. We haven't had a Japanese, Chinese president. These are real. We're still reaching first. We're still turning over leaves from what happened beforehand. 
I mean, for God's sake, we still have people who want to play uh, the re not Revolutionary War, which would actually be more preferences because the nation actually fought as a whole. No, they want to play when we had a nation divided fucking war and be one or the other side. Are you fucking serious? You want to honor a war that was a fight between, you know, nations over a multitude of fucked up things in the nation and act like that's not a dividing factor? That we're dividing ourselves by wanting, you know, peaceful revolution for certain things? Medical care gets more bitched at for a request of free medical care than the people who want to fucking, you know, indulge in talking about history divided warfare in the United States. For God's sake, people freaked out when people start talking about, hey, I'm really tired, tired of seeing that, you know, fucking South Pride fucking flag. They're like, oh, no, it's protecting tradition, it's so important. Really? It's a tradition that failed. It was a tradition of a fight in the United States of a division between brother and fucking brother, ladies and gentlemen. That's okay? It's a generation that was so full of shit that they fought for people who had more money and land than them as if it was actually going to give them something in a system they were not included of because they were fucking servants of these people. I'm not talking about black people, God's sakes. I'm actually talking about the other people that were white in that era. For God's sakes. We need to wake up and look at reality and fact and everything else like that. You're not looking at a generation that is getting the most bitched at. You're getting a generation that actually looks at the reality as a whole and says, look, this is weirdly wrong. What the fuck is going on? And people who are traditionalists or invested in if they go the other route have gone and go, well, no, the Confederacy was, you know, a part of our history. You want to remove from our history book? No! I want it to be a rational thing. Not a rewarding part of our history. This fight happened because stupidly we could not seek peace. Because it was a settlement between two very rich sides of this fucking continent. And we divided on money values after we'd already fought for freedom because of money values. And we fought. During this time, some of the biggest, most important laws were placed down and put as a permanency. And they had to have been forcefully done during wartime because if you did it any other time, it would have never held. These are important parts of that history. I'm not saying that the Civil War was fought for freeing slaves. I'm saying because of the Civil War and the huge terror that it ripped apart this nation in, we were able to settle things that were still tearing apart this nation if we'd have left it. Mainly the reality of slavery. Mainly the division between black and white for no reason. These finally got settled. These are the things we honor. You want to talk about the battles of economics or whatever the hell 
as if it was, you know, a godly thing, when you really need to talk about the horrible reality that, yes, it was called the Brother and Brother War. We fought in a division, again, because more powerful people told us we had to, to keep our values. What fucking values? What values were worth it at that time? And yet you look at the millennials and go, well, why do you guys suddenly want peace? Maybe because we fought your fucking war. Because the largest part of our generation fought and served. And now we're questioning why, because we haven't stopped. Our fucking enemies are dead. Matter of fact, 9-11, as much as the horrible fucking thing that it was, the people who fucking blew up, the people who died to complete that action, were dead the moment they completed that fucking action. But, for some reason, we took vengeance on a nation that was already broken. That if we had left it alone, would have burned itself out. Now we have to encroachably support them, otherwise it will get worse. We took this nation from the Russians. Yes, we did. This is part of this. And suddenly we have to turn around and support them and then we acted like we didn't have to, and this shit happened to bring back normal reality. Is this the fucking drug trade all over again? And yes, in the United States terms, we have fully discovered that 90% of the drug trade that happened in the United States was supported by fucking United States. The empowerment was actually because of the United States officials, not because of the fucking drug lords. We made the goddamn drug lords, why we don't see them anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a bitch fit for a generation that actually knows these things, sees these histories. They're not denied these histories. They're not denied only one side of the story. They're able to find them all. WikiLeaks was hated because it actually exposed everything, including the people who exposed it. But because they gave away everything, people could actually choose with knowledge of it all and instead of knowledge of it some. We are the generation of the era of WikiLeaks. We saw the power that knowledge had. We acted on it. Now, the newer protests that are happening within my generational gaps and the generations behind us, some of them are a failed subject, at least to my opinion. Black Lives Matter, I'm sorry. That was not what Martin Luther King wanted. He wanted to see us together. He saw the biggest game we had when we actually had a black president. If he'd have been alive. But then you go, well, you know, these cops are killing black people in this neighborhood. My question to you is, is it predominantly a black neighborhood? Yes. Is it a predominantly poor neighborhood? Yes. Is it a predominantly high crime rate neighborhood that is a reality of crime? Not, you were just walking down the street and they pulled you over because you were black. Well, yes, there is a large amount of crime, and yes, it is involved in the black people. Then, the reality is, two sides need to be fixed here. One, why do you have that amount of crime? <laughs> two, what do the police need to start doing to react to this? Because just causing war amongst the streets isn't going to fucking end. It's going to be another divide of the nation. And thankfully it's small enough that it hasn't caused this. These 
are realities of what we should focus on or think about. And millennials and those who are already coming past us and coming of age and everything else like that, we can actually give good opinion. We have insight. Mind you, this is where also people make fun of us because of, well, oh my god, they posted online. You're a fucking uh, social justice warrior. Really? We're not the first ones. <laughs> I mean, I brought up Martin Luther King because of a reason. That was a social fucking justice warrior. As a whole, social justice needed to be fixed. Social justice awarity needed to be brought about. And for anybody to say that that happened and it's already done with, hey, we still have poor people on the fucking streets, ladies and gentlemen. What part of social justice is that? Oh, well, that's an economic reality. Really? That's not an economic reality. You see a poor person or a person that actually is hurt. Do you not actually care? Or do you just fucking give up on them? Me? I wouldn't give the fuck up on them. You can't look away without knowing what is wrong with around you. And that's what we're doing. We're looking the fuck away. We have these sports leagues, these great shows of power. And it's accepting of the reality that we are not of that power. And it scares me. Because it's okay. You know, we're, we're told it, it's okay. Nothing's wrong. We, we haven't done anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. We are failing our fellow man because we were taught at some point in time that this was a normality. And no, my generation is starting to question that more and more. Um, take the diamond fucking trade. Supposedly diamonds are on a low end that, you know, we're not buying them enough and everything else like that, including gold. And people were going, well, you know, that's just because millennials don't want to go get jobs. Well, do you think that the question of us buying gold in low amounts is actually because we look at it and go, why the fuck would we buy this metal that we can go buy steel that is cheaper and, you know, get the same fucking beautiful things? These, um, cause conflicts, by the way. And cause conflicts because it's, it's not a rationality. And I'm going to use that word a lot. It's not rational. It's not, um, a reality or something else like that. And the reason I'm going to use that word a lot is because it is an oddity to me. Someone that says Diamond is a girl's best friend doesn't realize that whoever they fell in love with or whoever they trust is actually the best friend of that person. Not this non-existent creature or, you know, entity that they wear on their neck, fingers, their earlobes. That's insane. That is just something that leaves me lost. Gold, silver, is only, you know, diamonds are only worth what we decide they are. A loaf of bread is important because a loaf of bread can provide life, salt the same way. They have value because they keep us alive. These overindulgences are falling 
know, I just, I don't understand. I don't get it, and I don't think I ever could. Um, so that leads to question. What is wrong with our generation other than we know, we see, we understand, we question? We are the newish hippies with the modernist kind of twist. We are the new generation of philosophers, and our philosophy is why. So, as a millennial to other millennials, I have this one thing to say. Fuck it. Keep fighting. Keep doing. Someone goes, well, all you did was post online. Well, if somebody saw it, started a discussion, or even thought of something, they did something more. Uh, again, another reference from Martin Luther King was that if they saw all these loyal Negroes working and doing a good job, it's obviously we're not lazy. It's not we're a failure. We have worth, and it's not because of our color of our skin that we are a fallen away people. And that was his rationality of it's okay to have black workers be servants and just hard workers and everything else like that. It is okay because when they see this, they know we are the same as everyone else. We are just as much worth as everyone else. So it's okay for us to not have as much money as what's supposed to be the rich value because we didn't have an economics time that was high in scale. We're not retiring, basically. We'd like to retire. I don't know if I'll ever get to. But we are still here. We are having children. We are not having children. We are trying to strive despite it. And to bitch about a generation doing that is irrational. It is stupid. It is a flaw for whatever sense. Okay guys, so this is getting to the end and this is where I would like to say a few words on some other stuff that's going on with me. Um, so guys, I do have a lot of content you can actually follow around under L-O-R-D-V-L-O-K-H-A-R-K or Lord Volkark. All one word, no capitalization, everything else like that. And you will also find that I'm a part of a group that does two different productions of podcasts. Um, one of them is very dark, very quick, uh, with Oni Chan directly and Oni Chan Productions. And then we've got Dumpster Fire, who's doing movie reviews and multiple other things. Uh, we also have another one coming up that is a all-female uh, production and podcast and things like that. We're still going to be doing YouTube. I do YouTube videos. Um, we're also doing content around town. We also have a Patreon going on for the Waco Community Film Group and Oni Chan as well, which is Oni Chan Productions. I've also got a shirt that's available. I'm making sure eventually the link is on the website. If you do not see it, do message me. I'll make sure that I can send it to you and everything else like that. I'm also glad to announce that I am officially a member of Astro Panda or on their page and on their uploads. Astro Panda is a wonderful site. You guys, they have a lot of different content that you can filter through for interest and non-interest for yourself. Um, I take very pridefully that I'm a part of that and get to add to 
the storyline as it goes along on that website. Um, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Snapchat, but it's all under Lord Volkart. I want you to indulge me by send me a message, send me um, something as a whole, and see what you think, or tell me what you think of any of this. Guys, you could call me insane, you can do whatever you want, um, and messages, I can just delete it if I don't fucking want to look at it, because, you know, that's my empowerment. <laughs> I own this, bitch! <laughs> but, I'd like to hear. I also want to meet some of you guys going along. Uh, we've got, I've got a rule right now that I'm going to complete 200 uploads by the end of this year of anything from YouTube to, uh podcasts to a lot of different things and this is just starting now and so I'm looking at um, 198 is what I've uploaded so far uh, this will also include videos and footage will count against everything else and I'll start erasing that I'm still looking for follower accounts to you know relate to or stories to relate to anybody wants to do an interview alongside of all this hey man we'll see if we can't fucking work this shit out but I'm not going to lie. Being a part of the millennial crowd, I feel this is an empowering reality versus a sub-reality. Social justice warriors happened a long time ago. We just have new aims or new definition of the aims. So, all of that inclusion, uh, find me there, let me know what you think. You know, t-shirts out. Uh, I'm still going to be a part of the BDQ community, which is very dark, very quick. Uh, Oni-chan and the film community for Waco has a Patreon. Please go find them as well. The link should be also in either the description or on the page. And, you know, check out my Twitter. You'll also find links for it there as well. I would love to get to know any of you guys a little bit more. Message me let me know. With this... Volk has this to say. Be well. Do well. Be the wonderful person that you are. Fight the fucking power. And keep going through all this insanity and find peace and it's sad. Find your light or find your darkness that truly ingrains you. Thank you very much. This has been Volk. An Chan production. Please do not inform the authorities of this podcast and the whereabouts of Volk. Your family and friends will thank you. Music by Fishhands. Check him out on bandcamp.com.